Hi beautiful soul, so today you'll hear part two of our conversation with Sandy Monroe and we're continuing our conversation from previous episode essentially about the power of inner work and this conversation is very spiritual, soulful with a splash of divine and some of you might think it's even a little bit woo-woo as we are talking even about energetic boundaries but bear with us because we are talking about a lot of relevant things that you know you might have on your mind we are talking about we're continuing to talk about how do we know when is the right time to change jobs companies or careers how all of your career experiences are a learning journey and that you can take the pressure off of yourself and trust that life is working with you and for you we're also talking about how to deal with difficult people and also how working on yourself can transform your interactions and experiences and we're also talking about lack of time um, the power of directing your attention and what are we all really searching for so stay tuned and listen in to the part two of the conversation with life coach sandy monroe so today, uh, I'm super excited to have Sandy Munro uh, joining us. And Sandy is a wife, a mommy of one son and a doggy, and also an intuitive life mentor. She lives in sunny Florida, where she gets to enjoy being outside every single day and sunny weather most of the days. Um, she has been intuitive her whole life, and it's her mission to help women connect to their intuition in a strong way so that they may always feel supported and guided. She focuses on helping women through a holistic approach to well-being and joy in their lives. And she does this through helping uh, women strengthen their connection to their intuition and through helping them find and release the stuck emotions that are holding them back so that they may be able to create the life they want. So Sandy, welcome. I um, must tell you, hi, as I was reading it, I just, it touched my heart. And um, I so love this and I love the work that you're doing. And I also uh, wanted to share the intention we set for this conversation um, with everybody listening. So what we set out to do with this conversation is really to nurture women who are ready to show up for themselves and create the life they deserve. How do we get to that place where we, you know, we are at peace and then we know when is the right time? When is the, you know, when is the right door opening? Kind of like it did for you mm-hmm. with resignation. Yeah. So it's a daily connection to the divine, um, a daily prayer or however it is that you connect or meditating or sometimes even just a walk can bring you insight. But before you take that walk, uh, ha- set the intention. So you want to always set an intention because that's when your attention goes. Okay. Um, and so if you're feeling yourself stuck and you're not sure, you know, you can say, I set the intention and then it is whatever it is that you're trying to do to understand if this is for me or not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's all you want to know right now or to understand, or maybe, you know, this is not for me, but mm-hmm. I don't know how to go. I set the intention to um, learn about 
whatever it is so that you can understand how to go. Uh, everything that we're going through is, is like a classroom. It's a, it's a learning. So usually you have to learn something before then something happens. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe you need to learn more trust. And so, you know, I set the intention to learn to trust you more, whoever that is, that higher power, you know, and as you build that trust, then you're, you're going to be able to then follow the steps, mm -hmm. but you have to understand, uh, there's a lot that you said um, while you were talking, um, and you said, you know, I've stayed here too long, and I wanted to add, I just wanted to take pressure off that. Nope, mm -hmm. you haven't done anything to anything your journey is your journey and it's all beautiful and it's all the way it's meant to unfold for you it's it's all learning if we just stop thinking about there's a right and a wrong way and just realize that this while we're in this earth in this physical realm it's all an opportunity to learn that like then like i can breathe i'm not doing anything wrong it's not that i haven't listened it's not anything, anything. And, and, and that's where being in the present moment is that gift. Because when you're in that present moment, you don't think um, I've been here too long or I made the wrong decision. You're no longer thinking about the past. You're always okay right here, right now. Mm -hmm. And um, so there, there's a mind shift that happens there. Um, when, when uh, because we always, the, those kinds of things happen when we think like, we're gonna be happy when. I'm going to be happy when I do this, you know, or I regret this from the past. Mm -hmm. And so then there's in your mind, there's like control going on. There's like a, a, a things have to be a certain way or things are not right. Mm -hmm. um, but if we just learn to just uh, lose grip of that, lose that and just relax into the flow, just relax into life, trust life trust that it's for you trust that it's working with you not against you 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 start to realize you, you that the what i want to really completely get at is the understanding is you don't you're not supposed to be doing anything you don't mm -hmm. have to do anything you're perfect right now just as you are and it's when you can embody that that then you can create without having that stress of I'm supposed to be doing something or I have a certain purpose that I'm supposed to be doing because when you realize that there is a higher power mm -hmm. and that higher power can live out this purpose through any means it's mm -hmm. just whether you're choosing to be used as a vessel or not mm -hmm. you don't have that pressure it's not on you you can take the pressure off you can take the pressure off and now you can work with the divine without that pressure of like okay mm -hmm. let's just have fun with this Mm. okay and 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 not then nothing about the past the past is okay nothing about it's supposed to look a certain way you're okay right now when we can just like sink into that and that you're perfect just the way that you are that's when everything starts to sync up because um you also realize that you deserve um the love from the divine and this access you know mm -hmm. that it's not waiting for you to do anything it's mm. just you to notice and to ask mm. and, and say I want to be used you know if that's what you're wanting to do if this is why you're feeling a higher calling it's maybe because you're feeling like you want to be used in some way for some good in this world and so you can if you're feeling that's in your job you can just ask like okay I'm ready to be used by you now how can I be used and you might find that you don't need to leave your job 
You just mm-hmm. needed to change the way you were looking at your job and your coworkers and that you could be a huge source of inspiration and love for the people around you, wherever you are. Um, mm-hmm. For me, part of the journey of meditating and why I really want to bring this in is when I was thinking about life purpose and everybody tells you, you have to be doing something. Um, what I kept getting back for months and months and months was you don't have to do anything. You have to just be. And it was just learning that I'm loved just the way that I am and I can just be. And then when I really embodied that, when I understood, okay, you're literally telling me this is it. I don't have to be anything. I can just be, I can just exist and enjoy life. Okay. Okay. But I want to do something meaningful. So, so I'm not talking about purpose because you say my purpose is I can just be, and I love that. So how can I just be, but do something meaningful? And so then I started to ask that question. And then that's when I got guided towards where I am now of how I could do meaningful work, but it isn't this purpose and it there's no uh pressure behind it um and that's what I teach my clients whatever you're doing you should feel like you're just being you're just being yourself you're all you're doing is just showing up doing what uh the gifts that you were already given mm-hmm. there's no pressure to to to, to be doing anything in, in any way it's already in you we've, we've all been bestowed gifts and you can um uh, and you can see that sometimes in people, sometimes you meet somebody and you're like, wow, you have a lot of peace. And mm-hmm. so maybe that person's, you know, me- way of adding meaning to this life is no matter what job that person is doing, they're adding peace to that environment with their coworkers and stuff like that and helping them just by being in that space, learn more about how to bring peace into their life. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I love kind of you're changing the perspective. And when you're talking about, like, I feel my shoulders dropping and I feel the peace and kind of the relief, like what you're talking about, right? Relief from that pressure, so much pressure of not losing time, of taking action, of making something happen, right? So let me ask you this. What if, so because a lot of people, and thankfully there's so much research now, so much talk about meditation, you know, a lot of uh, prominent people talk you know it's been it's legitimized right yes, yes. so many people that will be listening to us right have already are somewhere on the journey right uh, mm-hmm. of awakening you know start you know kind of paying attention to what's going on what if you but what do you do if you can really connect with this beautiful place that you're talking about right this more centeredness peace on your weekends Mm-hmm. You can connect to it on vacation yeah. and you can connect to it on week. Yeah. Essentially the time off. Right. But as soon as Monday starts, the anxiety, the chemistry, the control, the narrative, all of that soup, right. And inner suffering goes live. It's very individual. So like, you, could, you know, you could say somebody is really, you know, connecting and they're, okay, so they're by themselves, you know, on the weekend or, or, or with their family, people they're choosing to be with, right. Mm -hmm. Um, or friends, people they're choosing to be with. So the reason they could, uh, so I'm saying it's okay. It's individual. So it could be that it's just because when you're, when you're, when you're not at work, you have choice, you have the choice to be with your family or with your friends or by yourself, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. 
yeah so you have that so yeah so but mainly of who you're being around with is what i'm trying to explain so um so you have that choice and again also in during the vacation so then you're able to go to that place but when you go to a job you don't have that choice you don't get to choose who's there with you mm -hmm. and so sometimes um other people are mirrors of our inner work that we have not done and now you're being hounded by that I mean, you're not when you're not in that space, but you are with that. And so, so you're, you, you, part of what you're experiencing might just be sometimes, you know, you think this co-work is to this or to that and stuff like that. Really, they're just reflecting what hasn't been worked on in you, but you're perceiving mm -hmm. it that way. Um, um, that could be a reason why you feel very uncomfortable at work because at work, usually, you know, there's a whole department and that department could be over 20 people. You're being you're being exposed to a lot of people, and so you you haven't learned how to create energetic boundaries. You're now um, their energies are 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 meshing with yours, are vibing with yours, and, and it's it, and it's killing your your energy. Like it's not literally killing your energy, but it's like um, it's it's uh, affecting your energy. Um, it, that's a lot of what I see going on just kind of energetically with people when they're not enjoying their job is, is just that kind of aspect going on. And if they can learn how to um, create those energetic boundaries, now they're not going to have that. And they're going to see their colleagues and their bosses in a different light because we're all light beings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we all have that light in us and that love in us. And sometimes we can't see it through the filters of how we're seeing somebody. But when we have that energetic boundary and that person isn't reflecting back to us hardcore, our own energy back that is still not healed in ourselves, um, then we can just see their light, no matter what they're doing. You can always see their light. And so um, so there, there's a lot of that uh going on and then it could just be that for most people if they just solve their energetic boundaries problem they're okay at their job and it could be the reason that they feel they just can't be there they're getting too much sensory information because it's all going into their energy fields rather than um not and so um and then and then of course it could be what you talk about where it's just not the right place for you anymore mm -hmm. um so how do you find out? You find yeah. out by learning how to create those energetic boundaries first, do the some of the inner work and see how you're changing, changes how you're experiencing the world around you. Because I personally believe that you can be happy anywhere, that it's not really conducive to the space that you're in, unless you're in a toxic environment. Right. Um, asterisk. Yes. 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 There are times, legitimate times and places where you do need to make a change, but what you're saying, probably in many cases, is just these situations are there to allow us to work out um, and start to rise, right, to the next mm -hmm. level of capability, of ability, and of experience, in many ways, life experience. So what you were saying, so is it us like as much as we would not want to believe it or it's not very enticing to believe is it the difficult situations right whatever you're facing the difficulty with whether it's in demands right or people you know certain people you don't care to interact with you know whatever is causing quote unquote the stress and the anxiety is it are you saying it's a reflection of your own stuff or are we taking on, quote unquote, the other people's stuff? 
usually it's a reflection of your own stuff that you haven't wanted to see in yourself yet more often than not we don't want to <laughs> we put like a blinder there we don't want to see it right and we want to blame the other person it's the same as in a relationship right I can conveniently attack my sweetheart for not being this enough or not doing that good enough or having done anything right or being this way but it's really kind of we if we can take the pause yeah and say is what i'm is is it kind of that reflection is what i'm you know complaining about is that in me yeah and there's no judgment here a lot of it is like we were raised to be good right like you're going to be a good child and yeah. so if you're like listener if you're throwing like blame and stuff like that person you're usually saying that person's a bad person in some way that person doesn't have manners that person doesn't this or that that person doesn't listen you know but whatever. it's their fault and it's all and it's all on them exactly and so um and that's because in society we have this idea of being good and good looks a certain way and then it's, there's just a lot of shame if we find things that aren't uh, um aligned with that idea of what goods should look like and so we just have to get to this space of everything's a learning opportunity it, it comes from a space of humility okay i'm not perfect nobody's perfect and it's okay that i'm not perfect i'm still learning um if you can kind of you know and, and you realize that you have the ability to hurt other people just as much as they have the ability to hurt you you and it's because we're in our human form and this happens then uh, but there's no judgment and I and I and I always want to make that clear with all of my clients and anybody that I see and I talk about this there's absolutely no judgment no matter what you've done no matter what you've said it's because all it is is, is, is putting a little magnifying glass on your wound yeah it's like when you you're talking about acceptance Yes, it's, and it's just information. If you can just look at it, it's just information of like, okay, so this person is all of these things. Take a moment and, and just be amused by it. Don't think you're bad. Don't shame yourself because that's not a place of growth. And that's not what, you know, divine love or anything wants for you. It's, it's not about shame. This is just all a growing opportunity. And so if you can just look at that person and just say like, okay, this is what I always ask. And I feel, I, I personally have felt it's like the biggest growth tool I've used is when I realized that I could do this and, and not have shame around it. Cause I'm not perfect is when somebody was annoying me, frustrating me, just like, okay, what is in that person that is like me? I would just start, I just, I would just start to realize that, okay, mm -hmm. what's in that person that's like me, what are they reflecting back to me? And then I would get that intuitive insight of what it was, work it out. And then that person's not annoying me anymore. Um, I, you know? thing, I mean, like it is so, I think if we start opening our, just our mind to the possibility of that, right? Because first your ego wants to say, no, I'm not like, I'm nothing like yeah. that person. That yeah. person is difficult. They are hard, bleep, bleep, you know, uh, you yeah. know, whatever, right? There's all this blame and fault that we can find. But if we can be open, even noticing what it is we don't like, right? What's triggering yeah. us yeah. about yeah. that person. And then if we can just start opening our mind to the possibility is what I'm is what I see in him or her, is there even a little sliver of that on me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes in you, or sometimes um, 
um, so you're open to it. Sometimes in you, sometimes triggering something that somebody did to you in the past too. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily in you, but there's a wound there in some way, either way. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. exactly. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah, if that's... it's not, no matter what the person says, like even if they're like kind of being rude, mm-hmm. if there's nothing in you like that person, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, that person's just having a bad day or that person, you know, is really hurt, mm-hmm. you know? And my um, my husband's actually one of the people that I would hear all the time say that, like he had a colleague once that was really hard and he would just come back home and he was like, I always want to ask him who hurt you. <laughs> and in my mind, I don't know if I said this, but I wanted to say like, why don't you ask him? It's like, you can't ask that in the workplace, but that's, but that's like an understanding too, right? Like if somebody, when, if you have realized that there's nothing like you in that, right? It's a who hurt you. And when you have worked on your own hurt and you realize how your hurt act, uh, caused you to behave toward other people. Now you're coming from a place of non-judgment with another person's hurt. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you can give them more compassion. That doesn't mean allow yourself to be mistreated by that person or anything mm-hmm. like that. You always have understanding, but you, you now are not just going around saying that person's evil or this or that, because everything's energy, right? And so if somebody's already hurt and they're doing that, why do you want to say they're evil and giving them more of that energy? You mm-hmm. want to say, I see your light and I'm sending you some light and I'm sending you some love mm-hmm. and I'll, magical things happen when we do that even of the worst possible person you've met if you if you can you know take that anger and turn it into love inside of yourself and and turn and send that person love I can't count the number of times I've then seen that reflected back on me and that is and that that is mastery (laughs) yeah it's really crazy but like I um it's, you know, I've had hard relationships with certain people in my life, even family, because of the wounds that we have, our childhood trauma wounds. But when I started to work on myself and then just send that love, um, all of those relations turned around. And, and I you didn't, now you didn't even have to change the people, right? Again, change same people. Same people. They changed, though, because mm-hmm. I was sending them love instead of hate or or anger or or animosity right mm-hmm. the, the, that they can the, even if they're not conscious of it they're receiving that loving energy because whatever we do magnifies and so if there's already some energy there and you're just sending them more of that hate they're just gonna that's it's what they're getting it, yeah it's like a spiral and but if you start sending them some love mm-hmm. you know I heard um I, the the people that I've dealt with, they never told me that they, 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 they don't, they don't even know they're not conscious of it. Like they, right. I just know our relationship has changed and it's like amazing now, you know, and I have a lot of people like that, like I'm saying family members, but I heard this one story once of somebody who did it and that person was somehow conscious of it. Right. And, and he says, and he really had hated this person and he didn't know why and he was just so cruel to her every single day and they were neighbors um like apartment so they you see each other all the time right when you're in your apartment you're walking right. away and um and he was just always so cruel to her on the elevator so mean just nasty always throwing it at her and so one day she decided to like take a moment to meditate after work and just send him love 
just like work through her own stuff or whatever and send him love. And then like the next time she saw him, he says to her, I don't know what you got going here. I don't know what you did, but I used to hate you. And now I don't know why I don't feel that hate towards you anymore. Wow. (laughs) I think you're teaching a powerful lesson and that's a powerful (laughs) testimony to, okay, so practically for the time being, if you are remaining in your job and there are some difficult people, right? Whether it's um, your boss, you know, then you obviously feel it much more, you know, every day, every week, or whether it's some of the clients or people from other departments, right? That you have to work with and you absolutely, if you could, you would delete those meetings, you know, those interactions and totally avoid them uh, because they trigger different things in you. So if you, it's not like, they have to change that a power, what you're saying is a powerful change can happen in your experience. Mm-hmm. If you're sending them love and you can open your heart and maybe even, even if you can't get to sending them love, because it just feels like no way. It's if you can start just me. opening. Yeah. One moment. Sorry. Cause that one's very important that you're saying when you can't do it, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you think you can do. Okay. okay? physical realm you make a choice even though I feel like I can't do it Mm -hmm. I set the intention to do it and open yourself up to divine love working in you to help you do it wow I love that And, and that's so that's an openness within you to allow for that um um and and I've had moments like that where you're just so angry with somebody and you don't really like, you're just like, oh, about that person. And you just, that's an offering, right? You give it to to the divine, to God, to higher power. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with this right now, but you are a being that has choice. You cannot allow yourself to be run by your emotions. You just notice that emotion is there, but there is a higher being within you that notices it. Oh, I see that. And it makes me feel this way, but I still always have choice. So even though I don't feel this way, I'm setting the intention to, Mm. to, um, to be able to, to work to that point where I can. I love that. Thank you for clarifying it, Sandy, because then it's, uh, even if you can't, if you, it relinquishes again, that, that weight, right on, oh my God, now I have to find love for this person that in some moments might seem impossible. Right. Uh, and then, but just having the intention and inviting a bigger power, like inviting help. Yeah. And that you don't have to 100% be there, that that will be a huge, meaningful step towards it. It is. And it will be, it will change you. And that's what you want because nobody actually wants says in the morning, even though you're so angry at that person, you, the, even if you're having struggle with making that choice, because you're saying that person just doesn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's not about that person. Do you, would you ever intentionally wake up in the morning and say, I want to wake up so angry this morning. And I just want to have a terrible day and feel angry no. all day. Like no one would say that, but yet when somebody has done something hurtful to us, we think that person deserves it. And we're going to stay mad at that person and not realizing that you're at the same time then choosing to be mad, but you would never, ever wake up and say, I choose to be mad today. Mm, Wow. But essentially we do when we have those thoughts. Mm -hmm. 
And, but we, we just feel like we're not really, that somehow it happens to us. How about that? Like, okay, we covered the difficult people. And one thing I did or difficult, you know, the difficulties with people in, um, in the work setting, or it can be applied really in any setting. But how about if you are feeling the stress from a lack of time, mm. like too much work, not enough days, hours in a day to get it done? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went through that. Um, you have to notice that you're telling yourself that I don't have enough time. And I was uh, remember, I was feeling contracted during that time. And I was feeling like I don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. And then again, remember, like, okay, I'm having this contraction, and I'm having this thought, I want to change it. And I changed it. So I have all the time in the world. And when I um, did that, it everything changes around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now again, like if if you're overextending yourself, you do have to be aware of that always mm-hmm. because there could be a mis- uh, an imbalance in your life, right? You do want to lead a balanced life. But so many times uh, when we're saying we don't have enough time, it's not really true because we have plenty of time to watch TV mm-hmm. or plenty of time to you know do all sorts of things, but we're saying we don't have enough time. And often what's really going on is uh, we're wasting a lot of time Mm-hmm. thinking about things that we don't want to be doing rather than just doing them and yes. then it takes way longer to do so, so and that's that's like the biggest time killer and so but if you and, and, it, and it's coming through resentment and everything too of feeling like you don't have enough time oh I have to sit down and do this I don't mm-hmm. want to and then you're doing Resistance. that for like it's half an hour or an hour now you are wasting your time and it's all happening unconsciously without your choice of of that happening so if you just come from a standpoint of I have enough time make sure you're creating balance in your life you're able to actually do what you're supposed to do what what you've set intention to do every day and you have more than enough time to also do what you like to do uh during the day um but um it's about being very intentional about your time rather than thinking it's happening to you you are intentional about how your time and how you use your time i actually uh had that happen with a client um she, after working together and removing blocks, she started to get a flood in of clients and she didn't know what to do with it. And she started to get stressed out and inside of me. And I had a little talk with her as a coach too. I was like, hold on, wait a minute. My clients do not feel like life is happening to them. <laughs> and uh, we had that little moment. And I was like, I, you need to receive this. It's wonderful. You're having all of these clients and be grateful for it, but be mindful of your time. Just because somebody calls you doesn't mean you have to go to their house or do whatever you're going to do right now. You or even answer the phone. Yeah, you have your appointments, you have your schedule. It's be intentional about what's your work time, what's your me time, what's your, you know, everything time. And they're going to have to fit into you, not the other way around. And she was like, oh my God, I forgot that. And um, so then she started being intentional about it and she could still receive that abundance right but not feel like it's happening to her and she can't take on the weight of extra of all this work that's now coming in uh but it's it's intention it's it's always intention you have to set the intention you have to be intentional whenever you're feeling like life is happening to you you have to take that step back and say oh okay where did i forget that i have choice where have i forgotten that i have choice and, and, and reflect and, and make the changes that need to be made. 
And you know what, that's a powerful circle, I think, to kind of lead towards into concluding our conversation, because I could talk to you all day long. Um, I think you are such a light and you're doing beautiful work. Maybe we could wrap up with what really is the power of intention, right? Because it does sound so powerful. Mm -hmm. And then if you could tell people, how can they find you about, you know, your community and how could they work with you? Yeah. Okay, cool. So the power of intention, you have to like come from the standpoint of, and I believe your viewers would be that essentially everything is energy mm. and we're all made of energy. So when you're setting an intention, you're sending energy to that intention. And because of that, it basically has like no other way, but to happen because you're sending energy there that's, and, and you're intentionally doing that. Um, that's pretty much it and and in a way of um we know prayer works and when people are praying they're kind of setting intentions they're not saying they set an intention but their intention while they're praying is to be uh, sending love to somebody or whatever they're doing everything that we're doing is is, is this kind of an intention whether we realize it or not we all have intentions whether it's conscious or not yeah it's all an intention so if you could be intentional about your intention then you can start creating the life that you want to create. Oh, I love that. And I think intention is essentially, it goes hand in hand with attention, mm -hmm. your attention. And if you choose to direct your intention, that's where your att attention will go. And that's, there's a saying where attention goes, energy flows. I think Tony Robbins exactly. said it. So yeah. that is so beautiful and so powerful. And I think we miss that. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's exactly right about that's where your attention, uh, where your attention is, uh, energy flows. That's, that's exactly right. And uh, unfortunately, uh, some, many times we're unaware of that, but we're always putting attention somewhere, especially mm -hmm. when our mind is doing, attention is going somewhere, whether we're aware of it or not. And this is really how we can become, take the power back, right? Mm -hmm. And become the intentional creators of our career, right? And start, and that's how it starts, building it brick by brick, right? Architecting it towards the career and then the life that you want. Yes, and we all want to feel good inside. Yes, yes. We want to feel good inside. We want to feel joy and peace and compassion, that love. That's, and most people don't know that's what they're searching for, but that's, just, that's really what we're all searching for. So the love and the connection? Yeah, yeah, inside of us. Mm. It's, in, it's in you. We, we lose sight of it, but it's right there. It's always with you. It never leaves you. So that's, there's a beautiful story. I think that Gary Zukov, I was listening to an inter interview with mm -hmm. Gary Zukov that Kathy Heller did. Mm -hmm. And I think he was telling, it's, um, it's a story by one of the tribes is that, you know, that God was placing... Um, I don't remember, it's called a jam or like, you know, that the thing that we are all longing for, looking for that, you know, an eagle offered to take it to the moon, you know, like another animal offered, you know, to um, hide it somewhere else, you know, and then God said, no, eventually, you know, the human will go to the moon, the human will do this, you know, and they will find it. But we have a good place, you know, to hide it where they will look last and it's inside of you, inside your heart. Yeah, that's a good story. That's a, that's a great story. Thank you. For yeah, yeah. So Sandy, how can people uh, find your beautiful work? 
and yes. work with you and follow you. Okay, yeah. So I'm on Instagram. Um, uh, it's called A Joyful Life Lived, um, where I, uh, that's my intention is to help people have joy in their lives. And I do it through this way of helping them connect to their intuition, their inner guidance. Um, and I do that through helping release blockages, energy blockages, emotional blockages, trapped emotions. There's so many words people use for it. But essentially, when you People tend to, especially in the not this world, the other uh, other worlds of people, uh, right, of doing ways, tend to want to always change behavior. And if I can just change the behavior, or if I can just change my mindset, this will happen. But emotions are so powerful, and they drive us. And sometimes they can drive us to our own demise. Um, but because they're just so powerful, they can feel like they overcome us and they, they make us act. So I like to work from the energetic emotional space because when you change the, um, when you release the emotions, release these blockages, everything just kind of happens. I actually had um, an instance, sorry, real quick, an instance yeah. recently where somebody was feeling overwhelmed uh, did it with work, life, home life, everything, and just feeling like he couldn't anymore. It was too much. And so I did some chakra work with him, releasing some blockages. And then I get back, uh, he gets back with me like two days later. And he's like, ever since we did that, I have this overwhelming sense of I can do anything. And I said, well, what do you mean you can do anything? What does that mean to you? And he said, everything like work, my children, like anything, like I just feel now I don't feel overwhelmed anymore. I feel like I can do it. I have the energy to do it. I can show up for it. I can do it. And, um, and so that's what I mean. And it's not like, you know, 30 days of trying to change your behavior in some way. It's just literally an energy change that happens. And then you show up differently. And it's wonderful uh, when we learn to change at the energy level. So I talk about that. And I do all of that at my Instagram at a joyful life live. And then my passion is really to help as many people as I can do this. And that was the intention that I set out when I began my work. And so that showed up through doing my journals that I made on my Etsy shop that can be found through my Instagram and Joyful Life Live. But more importantly than that, the healing circle. And that's where um, it, it can be as low as $5. Um, but for me, my favorite one is the $12 one where you have access to all the meditations, the video tutorials that I do that show you how to live in alignment, how to connect to your mind, body, and heart, and how to release these blockages so you can live the life that you deserve and that you're wanting to create. And that was my intention to make this as affordable for as many people as possible. And I can do that when it's offered through... Um, a service like that to a lot of people to group uh and i release the meditations frequently and they're all there and as well as teachings and we do book studies and uh just life transformational work and then for people who have have some deeper work that they want to do uh, that they're just feeling something that, and they want to have that more one-on-one -on -one. Mm -hmm. i also offer one-on-one -on -one, one-hour sessions and Beautiful. that's all within my Instagram, A Joyful Life Lived. You can find that in my link in my bio. Beautiful. So A Joyful Life Lived mm -hmm. on Instagram. And is there a website for the community where you're, you know, have all these activities and um, communities? Uh, the, the, um, the Healing Circle? Yeah, there's a website for it. You can find the link within my Instagram or okay. within 
um, my website, but it's all there. Yeah, I just okay, want to give perfect. like one place because if you find me on my Instagram, you're going to find my lives and my stories and just, you okay. know, uh, connect with me, Everything. talk to me and you can go from there. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you, Sandy. Yes. Yeah, so the bottom line is go to add joyful life live uh, on Instagram. And that's where you can find all the ways, you know, where you're showing up and how you're helping people. I really want to thank you. I think the service that you do for essentially humanity is profound. Um, and I do want to encourage anybody listening to go check it out. Because I am a firm believer that like you said, in the example that you provided, it's the draw can be to try to change the outer circumstances, right? To try to control the outer inputs, right? Or blame the outer inputs for, um, you know, your inner experience and the opportunities you do or don't get. But the most powerful change and growth really comes from you don't need to change anything really on the outside because when you do the inner work, the outside will start to fall in place. And that's where you can grow and show up as more capable, more powerful, right? And start really stepping into um, the full potential and unleash, you know, what you can do in this world, right? Yes, exactly. You said it beautifully. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy, so much. You're such a light. So keep, keep shining your light. Thank you so much. I wanted to say I'm grateful for having this conversation with you and to being able to share um, with your audience that I know uh, will receive a lot of light and teachings from you. So I wanted to also express some gratitude and for you as well. Mm. Oh, thank you. I felt it in my heart. Thank you, Sandy. Welcome. So what did you think about our conversation with Sandy? Isn't she lovely? So here are my top takeaways from our conversation. When you change yourself, your interactions may change. That was my number one takeaway. Number two, when you don't understand if something is right or not right for you, you can get the answers by simply setting an intention to understand if this indeed is for you or isn't for you. Number three, your journey is all right. It's all an opportunity to learn. So take the pressure off of yourself. There's no wrong way or choice number five your journey is all beautiful just breathe you're always okay right here and right now number six you will need to learn to relax into the flow of life and that it's all working for you number seven you're perfect right now just the way you are number eight have fun with your career journey and be more playful. Let go of some of the need to control and make it happen. Number nine, you don't have to be anything. You can just be. Isn't this a good one? Number 10, sometimes other people can be mirrors for inner work you haven't done or the boundaries you haven't set. So when someone annoys you or frustrates you, you can ask, what is it in this person that is like me? What is this person reflecting that could be in me? And being intentional with your time can help start overriding the narrative of not having enough time. And number 12, this is the last one. So much of what you're really seeking, including the answers, are 
all inside of you. So if you would like to hear more from Sandy, follow her on Instagram at a joyful life lived. Did you enjoy today's conversation with Sandy and possibly even had a takeaway that you can apply to your own career in life? If so, also check out Sandy on Instagram at a joyful life lived. That's A is an apple and joyful life lived all together. Uh, and also join me on Facebook at Create Your Best Career Podcast Community. If you can, you can just search it in groups. Again, Create Your Best Career Podcast and send a request to join. It's a free community where I will share more of the clips and ahas from conversations with different guests and different mindset heart set, uh, as well as more technical advice, all designed to empower you to really live your best career and design a career where you can truly fall in love with and look forward to Mondays. If you know another woman who is not 100% happy in her current position, please share this podcast. This will allow us to be uh, seen by more people, get in front of the right people and grow the community and give us a rating. Um, again, that's another way to spread the word. And my mission is really to empower women to live the career of their dreams. And for each of us, it means different things, but I know and I want you to believe in yourself and, and every woman to believe in her full potential and really step into it. So I'm sending you lots of love. Uh, read the podcast and share it with a woman that you know isn't 100% happy with her current job.